0: Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash Entitled People, where Karens confiscate pets from people and have the nerve to call 911 when caught. Strap yourselves in today, as it's gonna be such a wild ride. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's lineup of stories. Hit subscribe if you haven't, and as always, you can send or link your stories to this email right here. We're diving in, guys. So, this took place a couple of years ago, in the heat of the pandemic. I worked at a popular pub in a big town. During the pandemic, we were careful to space out everything, sanitize heavily, and wear masks. You remember. Now enter the guests. On this day, I served a man, his wife, and his daughter. Now to give a brief description of the main perp, the man was obviously a cop, complete with a crew cut, stiff posture, and an outfit that said, I'm off the clock, but I'm still a cop. They take their seats, and I approach with my typical greetings. They begin by ordering some drinks, and I ask the daughter for her ID. That's when she sinks a little and says, Oh, I forgot it at home, which is code for I'm a minor. At that, I apologize and say that I'm sorry, but I can't serve you. Now, to be fair, she did look like a minor. There was no way she was of legal drinking age. Hearing me say that, the parents are aghast, and that's when the dad speaks up and says, Really? She can't have a drink? I can vouch that she's of age. And that's when I tell him, I'm sorry, but I legally can't serve her without proof. I could get in trouble. At that point, the man loudly scoffs and smirks at me while reaching for his wallet. He then flashes his badge at me, looks me dead in the eyes, and says, Does this mean anything to you? while having a goofy smile on his face. Now I'm thinking, did this guy really just try to extort me for a beer for his underage daughter? I tell him, no sir, that doesn't mean anything to me. I'm sorry, but the law is the law. You should know. At that point, I can see him getting mad at me. His face was turning red, and he says, really? Nothing? This officer badge means nothing to you? Pull down that mask and let me see your face. Now clearly at this point, I know my tip is gone, so I say, I'm sorry sir, we're in a pandemic with a mask mandate, and we take that pretty seriously here, I will not pull down my mask. He then says, you got a manager I can talk to? So of course, I walk off to go find my boss and let her know what's going on. She listens to my story and says, wow, this guy sounds like a friggin' a-hole. I then watch from afar as the man waves his hands around while the woman sits in disbelief that we won't serve her daughter and her daughter becomes flush with a dark shade of red from embarrassment. They hash it out for five minutes while my co-workers and I try our hardest not to stare at the meltdown that the middle-aged police officer is having over his server not illegally serving his daughter a drink. My manager then returns and says, F those people. We'll give them dinner, but that girl is not drinking. If they say anything else to you, tell me and they're out. I can't believe this guy's a cop. While we're laughing at how ridiculous the situation is, a man from another one of my tables walks up behind us and he interrupts and says, Hi, I have OP as my server too and he's great. That dude is such an a-hole. Now of course, the rest of the meal was tense and awkward. The parents were fuming, and the daughter seemed like she wanted nothing more than to leave. Nobody would look at me any time I approached, and I kept my service pretty stiff and formal. The cop tried to ask a few more questions about me, like what my name is, who my parents are, and what part of town I lived in, but I danced around them and avoid answering anything personal. As expected, I got zero tip. It feels a little ironic here that I did the protecting and serving there that evening. Wow guys, like sometimes I totally forget that cops can be pretty entitled due to that badge they have. And I think if I were OP, as soon as he flashes his badge and said, does this mean anything to you? I would have replied, yes officer, that does mean something. It means I should be extra careful to not break the law when you're around. But I don't know though guys, a lot of people are saying that the badge could be fake, and some are saying that they've served officers, and this stuff happens all the time, and some are even saying that it could have just been the officer testing OP. So guys, Let me know your thoughts on this. Okay, so my adult son, who's 35 years old, is in the process of being evicted, and he'll have no place to live. He told me I'm a terrible person for not letting him move in with me. He said that any decent parents would do whatever they could to help their child, even if that meant letting them live at home forever. So here's some background. Our son lived with us until he was in his early 20s. He then moved out when he got married. When he and his wife divorced, we let him move back in to help him get on his feet. He went to work in the family business at the time, and he lived here for two years. He didn't pay us a single dime in two years. He had a room, food, electricity, water, utilities, linens, cable, and Wi-Fi. His two sons were always welcome here, as we loved them, and they were always provided for. In the two years he lived with us for free, he failed to save a single penny. When he came home one day and told us his new girlfriend was pregnant, we told him it was time to move out, because if he can afford another baby, he should be able to afford his own place. Hearing that, he left angry and never once thanked us for what we'd done. He then began drinking excessively, missing work regularly, and he crashed two cars. He was eventually fired from the family business, for which we were labeled horrible parents for firing him, while he had a new baby on the way. He was given a second chance at the business, and when the same problems resurfaced, we fired him again. The two sons he already had didn't like the new girlfriend, and our son stopped seeing his own two kids to make the new girlfriend happy. They went on to have a total of four kids together. Each time they announced a new pregnancy, they told everyone to mind their own business about it, that their choices were none of our concern. In the last two years, our son has been diagnosed with mental illness. And he's also developed a drug problem that resulted in four small children being removed from his home. They are currently being fostered by our other son and his wife. He refuses to go to rehab or a mental health facility to get his meds straightened out. He's also separated from the second wife and he refuses to do any of the steps CPS has outlined for him to regain custody of his kids. I did give him money last month for food or whatever he needed but he spent it on a brand new tattoo instead. Now he's being evicted from yet another house. My son has no job and his heat has been turned off and he blames us for it. For Christmas I bought him an electric blanket, a solar battery that he could use to run the thing, gloves, a scarf, hat, wool socks, and a sweatshirt and some food. He then got mad saying that I was prepping him to be homeless instead of offering him a place to live. A.K.A. my house. Now, I always swore that there was nothing my kids could do that would make me stop loving them. And that's still true. But does love equal help when he's unwilling to help himself? And am I the a-hole? See, this is a really tough one guys, because no parent wants to see their kid get to this point. Like, I know it's a crappy thing to say, but a lot of the times, you really can't fix someone when they don't want to fix themselves. Like, the son has to want, accept, and go through treatment himself. Like, Opie is definitely not the a-hole for not helping the son, and should not continue to enable him by letting him crawl back home when things get bad. And seriously, if he keeps arguing that they need to provide him a home, remind him that he has six. Six children for whom he provides no home for, so how dare you, sir? So if he does come back with an update that says, I spoke to my son yesterday and I told him no. It was the hardest thing that I've ever done in my life. And just to clarify for some of you with questions, one, yes, I have reached out to two friends of mine who work in rehab facilities to get him a bed, but he refused to go. Two, he did do an outpatient rehab for a while, but he quit. Three, He was being treated for mental illness and has been on two different combinations of medications, but he stopped taking them because he didn't like them. Number 4. He was seeing a mental health professional, but he quit that too because the guy did not understand. Apparently he quit the next guy for the same reason. He thinks he doesn't need help, and he always has an excuse for why something doesn't work out. And 5. Of course I've considered he might die. This is what's tearing me up, but can I live with it? I don't really want to live with any of this reality either way. It all sucks, except for him getting help, which is the one option that doesn't seem to be available. Let me know your thoughts on this. First, let me explain a few things here. This isn't my story, but I got to witness it firsthand. A good friend of mine is from a family that owns three very successful Italian restaurants, so he's learned the business basically from the day he could walk. He took all of his knowledge, and he opened up a small pizza joint in the downtown area. It became very popular, and this story takes place two years after they opened, and the place is hot. Usually, there's always a line. So on this day, I came by to visit, as I haven't seen him in a while. Him and I sat in the table in the corner of the restaurant playing chess, while he left his guys to run the shop. And that's when in comes an old couple, and it was clear as day that the lady with the you-know-what haircut rused the relationship with an iron fist. They were seated down on the table next to us, and after not even a minute, she rudely asked why there's no menu yet, and for us to get off our lazy asses. My friend is still wearing his work shirt that has the company name on it, and the woman is practically screaming at my friend to serve her. Now I was about to speak up to say something because the woman was that rude, but that's when my friend winked at me and walked over to their table giving them our menus. He then came back to sit down, and that's when the woman says, Hey, I know it might be your break, but you can't play chess when there's people waiting for food. What kind of service is this? You need to get off your lazy ass. My friend rolls his eyes at me and gives me the look of, I'll be right back. So he takes their orders and walks behind the bar to make their drinks right away. They had to wait maybe five minutes for the beers as there were other people that needed to be served. So he comes back, gives the woman her beer, and she says, It's about damn time. Did you have to brew it first or what? Took you long enough. At that, my friend's patience is starting to wear thin, but he still stays friendly and says, Ma'am, you saw me walk to the bar and then return right away. Those beers take a bit to pour correctly. And I'm sorry, but you're not the only ones who need to be served. It's a very busy night, and there's no way I could have brought you those beers any faster. The woman then says, Don't you ma'am me? We're loyal customers. Loyal customers. And this is how you talk to us? How can you be so rude to paying customers? It was at this point my friend really had enough. My friend says, I was being very respectful towards you while you were very rude from the moment you walked in here. And the moment he said that, she gets this grin on her face. And you could tell this was exactly what she wanted. The Karen then interrupts him and says, How dare you? I will have you know that me and the owner of this place are old friends, and I will have your job over this. Now get me your damn manager. Hearing that my friend says, are you serious? She says, you should have thought about this before you treated guests this rude. Now get me, the manager. Now that's when my friend goes behind the bar and he had a short talk to one of the older guys working there. And he brought them to the table. The old guy comes and says, what seems to be the problem ma'am, I'm the manager. The Karen then plays the sweet old lady card and she says, well when we came in here, your server sat there and was playing chess. We waited and waited and waited and finally asked nicely if we could have a menu. Your employees don't care about serving customers here. Because he then rolled his eyes at us and gave us a menu from his table. And then we ordered drinks. And I watched him standing at the counter for like 15 minutes just talking and having fun before bringing us the beer. Now he's been extremely rude to me and that's unacceptable. And since I know the owner, we eat here all the time. And usually, service is excellent. The old guy replies, I'm so sorry for what happened tonight. If I can, and that's when Karen interrupts and says, I demand you fire him and comp our meals. The old guy then turns to my friend, I guess wondering what to do from here. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. The Karen suddenly starts screeching and says, Stop! What are you looking at him for? I just told you what happened. Are you calling me a liar? Wait till my friend hears of this. It was at this point my friend and the old guy couldn't hold it back any longer, and they start laughing. And the Karen says, You think this is funny? Never have I ever been so insulted. I can't wait till the owner fires both of you. And that's when my friend says, I'm so sorry to tell you, ma'am, but... I can't be fired. The Karen then says, Do you want me to call him right now? If you don't think you can be fired, you... And that's when my friend interrupts her and says, Ma'am, I can't be fired because I'm the owner. And I've never seen you in my life, nor have you ever eaten here. You are not a loyal customer at this place. And I feel like you're causing trouble on purpose to try to scam a free meal out of me. Now, I don't care if you finish your beers or not, but you will pay for them. And then please leave and wow, I had no idea people could get that red in the face. She put 10 euros on the table, and she just leaves. They shuffled out to never return, and boy, that was the most entertaining attempt to scam him that I've ever witnessed. Yeah, guys, so I've worked in fast food before, and I 100% this happens all the time. People making a scene on purpose to try to get a meal comped was something that happened way, way too often. But I've never had anyone saying that they knew the owner to get something for free. And this person shares their story and says, It reminds me of this time when I was working the slice pizza counter just after lunch rush. The owner was a down-to-earth guy, so he was sweeping up front of the counter while I was doing behind the counter. We had run out of a certain type of pizza during lunch, and he said because it was going to be slow till dinner that we should just sell what we had and then make more when I was completely empty. My boss doesn't like the slices sitting out all day unsold or making a new one when we still have plenty when it's slow. So a woman comes in and she asked for the type of pizza we're out of, and I apologized and told her that we were out, and we weren't making more until later, as per the owner. I told her she was welcome to have anything else I had. I still had a decent selection of slices, after all. At that, she screams at me and says that she's the owner's wife, and she demanded that I make her that type of pizza immediately, or she would get her husband to fire me. And that's when the owner pipes up while sweeping, you ain't my wife, too damn ugly. And the lady was like, how dare you, who do you think you are? And that's when the owner replied, I'm the owner. The woman got so red in the face, and she runs out immediately. Guys, I love that he just basically ended her right then and there. You ain't my wife. Too damn ugly. Like, I've read so many stories about entitled people, and I actually can't believe someone would have the nerve to say they were the owner's significant other. Like, if you come in and you say you're the owner's friend, fine, I can believe that, but wife or significant other, holy crap, watch what you say because you might get called ugly. So, my cat didn't come home for dinner, which was very strange. He's usually the one demanding that I get to opening the tins. So I look in the usual spots, wondering if he's stuck in the closet or garage or something. I didn't find him there, so I eat dinner, thinking he's gonna be around meowing any minute. Well, there was no sign of Frank, my cat. He's mostly an indoor cat who wanders around a bit outside. Anyway, my entitled neighbor previously had yelled at my wife about my cat crapping in his garden. Now okay, that's not cool. He has a litter box, we have a garden, and I get that's a bit annoying. So anyways, I go to his place and I knock on the door. I said I understand my cat's been bothering you. I then give him my business card, said if he bugs you again, please call or text me, and I'll deal with whatever mess or whatever. Meanwhile, I will try to improve the situation. So I buy some dirt, some catnip, and I made an outdoorsy litter area for my guy. I showed it to him a few times, and we made an effort to keep him inside more. But I'll be honest, 8 years as an indoor-outdoor cat, he gets antsy and crafty about getting outside. So anywho, I'm wandering around the roads near my place, hoping not to find a tire print on my cat. And no sign, he doesn't come home now, so it's worry time. I kind of know in the back of my mind that the neighbor did something. So I'm wandering outside, and I approach his driveway, calling for Frank, and that's when I hear him. He's meowing for me. So I follow the sounds, and yep, he's trapped in my neighbor's garage. So I try the door, figuring that he could have wandered inside and gotten stuck. He's gotten stuck in mine before. Now, the door is locked, and that's when I knock on Buddy's door, said I hear my cat stuck in your garage, and that's when he says verbatim, yep, he is, bye, and goes to close the door. Now that's when I knock again, a bit louder this time. Now the guy is an older guy, probably 65 years old. He answers again and says, What? I say to him, Uh, man, you have my cat inside there, just let him out, thanks. And he says, No, your cat is mine. At this point, I'm at the front door, and as he's closing it, I put my foot in there, and I'm like, Bud, hey, just let him out. The guy says no again. I said, should I just break the window to get him out because I will, you can't steal my cat. The guy then pulls out his phone and starts recording and says, you're threatening me. And I'm like, bro, you just stole my cat, just let him out. The guy says no again and he goes to close the door and that's when I knocked hard as he closed it and it popped open. I guess it didn't latch. He then screams at his wife to call 911 because I just kicked his door in. And she does, and he slams the door with his shoulder, and he locks it. I can hear them on the emergency calling the police, telling them that I'm a robber trying to get into their house, and they feel threatened by me. And that's when I'm like, okay, he stole my cat, he can't keep him, that's not a thing. So that's when I dialed non-emergency, and told my end of the story. That the neighbor threatened my cat before, and now he has him captive. And she tells me that a squad car will be there soon to talk to him. And like 5 seconds later, the first cop car pulls up. I give him my ID, tell him my cat's in there, and he says, how do I know my cat's in there? I tell him, I can hear him. The cop asks me, well, does he have a cat? I tell him, I'm sure he hates cats, no. I then show him a picture and say he's in the garage right there. And that's when all of a sudden, 2 more cop cars pull up. 4 more cops. And I'm like, wow, this is really something. The first cop is talking to Buddy and watching the video, but then two more cops come. There's five total, and one guy's like wearing SWAT gear ready for action. They talk to him. The cat is meowing like crazy beside us in the garage. The SWAT guy's like, did you steal his cat? The other cop says, he says he did. Says this guy's cat's in there. That's when my neighbor screams, he craps on my property, right there. He then points to a little dirt patch behind a bush. And I'm like, I'm sorry man, I didn't tell my cat to come here and find a litter box. I'm working on it. That's when the SWAT guy is like, so we drove up here because your cat is crapping on his lawn? My neighbor says, he was threatening me. At that point I just asked how I should go about getting my cat out of the garage. The SWAT guy tells Buddy that he's called a break and enter to 911 because I was sneaking around his garage. The first cop then says, this guy apparently stole his effing cat. And the SWAT guy says, so why did you call a break and enter? The neighbor says, I didn't. And that's when the SWAT guy says, should we go down to the shop and pull the tape? At that, the neighbor starts pulling, do you know who I am? Don't talk down to me. The officers then tell him that it's a crime to call emergency for a non-emergency, like down to the station kind of crime. The first cop is like, let the cat out now, and the neighbor finally does, and Frank runs out and home. The cop then tells my neighbor that it's stupidly unreasonable that he called 911 over cat crap. My neighbor finally apologizes to me, and he tries to shake my hand and says sorry to me. I ask him, do you still have my number because I'll literally come fix whatever he messes up while I try to get him trained to stop using your guard in there. The cops asked me to do what I can to keep my cat indoors. Anyway, now I'm not sure what's going to happen if my cat gets out again. What a crap show. Yeah, what a crap show indeed, guys. And the nerve of that psycho neighbor to try to shake Opie's hand after calling 911 on him trying to get him arrested. Like the guy for sure put on a show in front of the cops. And guys, I love how all the cops were like, we were called to this place for cat crap. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash entitled people. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's crazy stories. If you did, hit the thumbs up and subscribe if you're not subscribed already. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, it's an r slash I don't work here lady. Where a psycho Karen attacks OP for ignoring her and breaks his headphones. It's such a crazy story, so go check it out if you haven't. And myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Planning for your next trip?